0: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the the Magic Our Our Way Way podcast.
1: I hope you're not waiting for me to kiss you and wake you up. Oh, no, 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 please (laughs) don't.
0: No, no. I've been, I've been, my second week doing band camps. Oh, okay. So I'm nice and tired. (laughs) Oh, thank God. And again, my, my, my malodorous odor (laughs) is, I guess not so foreboding. You could just kind of expect it now. I don't know if I smell bad, but just in case, I apologize.
1: No problem. That's why I'm sitting in the other end of the table. That's right.
0: Yeah. If you, if you, if the viewers could see us, we are sitting at opposite ends of the table, as <laughs> if we're sitting at, a, at the heads of the table. So, but anyway, Danny, did you know last week was our show twenty? I,
1: I did actually. Yep. I did know that.
0: Yes, I had. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I think on the I, and the listeners don't know this, but I actually called it show nineteen, but I edited that out. So you know, I look smart. But anyway, it's it, this is so this is actually show twenty one. We're legal. Hey. hey, how you like that? And we're drinking. And we're drinking. Yay. <laughs> just have a drink for us. So um anyway, yeah. Well uh welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Magic Our Way. I'm Kevin. And I'm Danny. And we're here to Disney you up. <laughs> <laughs> how long how long ago did you think that one up? I know, it just <laughs> popped in my head because when I started saying the spiel, I was like, oh, this reminds me of Hans and Franz.
1: <laughs> I am Kevin. <laughs> Uh, That's not bad we, you, you should probably uh, you should probably use that as our uh, in our opening in some kind of a way
0: I should maybe I'll incorporate that on special occasions yeah like our special show. But anyway, man, uh, that's all. That's pretty much been my week, man. How's your week been?
1: Oh, my week's been fine. Yeah. Just just been uh, preparing for today.
0: All right, man. Yeah. So uh, what are we talking about today, man? What's in the hub?
1: Today, we're going to be talking about Beastly
0: Kingdom. Beastly Kingdom.
1: Yep. We teased it a bit on our Disney's America show. and
0: uh, You might have teased it a couple of shows back, too. Yeah, I remember talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. anyway. Sorry.
1: So yeah, I, I've been solely gathering the uh, the information on this and by gathering I mean surfing the internet <laughs> yeah. reading some Jim Hill. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. So we've been gathering information. We're going to take a little uh, walk through Beastly Kingdom. Yeah, tour each of the rides and oh, cool. do a little discussion
0: on it. Oh, it sounds like fun. Kind of akin to like our America show. That should be pretty that should be pretty in depth.
1: Exactly, But
0: some people out there may be going, what is Beastly Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Well, well, guess what? Stay tuned and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's head on to the queue. Um, in Fantasyland news, USB charging stations are now available in the Rapunzel area um restroom area you know how they're building that yeah, and looking yeah, yeah. to put those in but now, now you know you have pictures up online now you can see it they're hidden in tree trunks it's actually kind of neat <laughs> you know there's a little flap that you open up and then you know you see i think it's like three power outlets <laughs> and then where there would be a fourth outlet like mm-hmm. one of those grouping of the four they would have two little usb plugs that you could pull, plug in as well if you wanted to charge directly to that and they have them scattered throughout that little area they have little seating tables and benches and stuff where you lift up a little flap in the trunk and there you go, you can charge your uh, charge your phone or uh, any kind of device that requires USB charging. You know? That's just, nice. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, I envision that being very packed you know and i'm assuming if i yeah. envision
1: there being lots of fights like i was waiting for that next no right. you weren't we're
0: gonna have a fast pass for the usb charging <laughs> station nick by the time everything's said and done
1: yeah they better have somebody over there watching that
0: But i'm pretty sure like at the camera station or wherever else you could still drop your thing off if you want to uh, your, uh, your product or whatever that your, your your device off if you want to still get it charged don't, don't do that little thing for you wow I, remember correctly. Even, I didn't even know about that yeah i believe that i believe that um, but anyway so yeah there you go I, I still like my idea about Rapunzel's hair you know <laughs> you remember that yeah I do she remember that she lets her hair down you plug in and she, the, she sings that Fiber little song Glow. yeah she yeah. glows and then in like two seconds later your, your phone's charged that would have been <laughs> awesome Two
1: seconds later, your phone charging would be great no matter where you plugged it in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. They would never have a line. You wouldn't need FastPass for it then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, next thing up is that Apricot Lane, downtown Disney, is now closed. Do you know what Apricot Lane is? No. That was a store in Pleasure Island, one of the last remaining stores on Pleasure Island. Get out of here. I thought that was all gone. I know. That was the last one. And now it's closed as of maybe a couple of, uh, as of July 15th.
1: Well, of course it's you know? closed. No one was going to that section of the park because they knew there was nothing there to say. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This is true. Oh. I never went
0: to the store, but, you know.
1: I, I would have gone just as a show of solidarity because I love Pleasure Island.
0: I know. You know, eventually. That's why I figured you you would dig that piece, of, little piece of news. So Pleasure Island discovered by Meriwether, Adam Pleasure, is now gone. <laughs> Officially, you know. Yeah, that's erased. another
1: thing we should do is give some of the backstories of these rides that you don't realize this backstory is for. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure very few people realize the backstory of Pleasure Island. Right.
0: You know what I would love to do is just sit down with the video of, uh, um, what do you call it? The, that, there's, a, there's a Disney special with John Lithgow. And talking about uh, the different parks around Disney and then th- all the things to come. Mm -hmm. I'd love to sit there and do a commentary track for that video Mm. you know and I think you can still find it on YouTube I know I have it on VHS Um, so maybe we'll have to do that one day you know since we're moving to the newer studios we'll have a TV there we could check it out and record a show that would be actually kind of fun Mm -hmm. to to watch and talk about but anyway um, more of the Candlelight Processional lineup has come up Um, they're going to have some uh, our, uh a- actors and actresses narrators by the name. Uh, they have the new ones called Dennis Haybert. That's him, Hayesbert. Sorry, he's gonna be doing the uh, December 11th through 13th. And then, of course, yeah, for this year, you got James Denton. I'm not too sure who that is. Mm-mm. Uh, Edward James almost. Oh, I know him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Trace Adkins. Yep, country dude. Mm-hmm. Blair Underwood. Yeah, we know who that is.
1: Yeah, I remember him.
0: Amy Grant. Oh, wow. Yeah, very country-esque type theme there. So those are some of the artists. And they still have a couple of dates that have yet to be announced. Uh, so keep posting, keep uh, looking at the candlelight processional stuff. 15 so years ago, that.
1: that would have been an awesome lineup. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, You, know. um, you ever ate at the Rose and Crown Pub, dude? Over in, in the UK? Yeah, Epcot, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Wait, the Fish and Chips place right next to it? I mean... Well, no, you... that's
0: the little Fish and Chip cart. But yeah, I guess the Rose and Crown, you can get Fish I've and drank Chips drank there I drank in the
1: Rose and Crown Pub, but I don't...
0: Do you ever remember seeing The Hat Lady? See, I've never eaten there, so I'm curious to know if you've seen it.
1: The Hat Lady? Yeah,
0: there's a, I guess, an act. There's music that happens in that pub, and there's also a lady by the name of The Hat Lady. Oh, within the pub itself? Yeah, within the pub, yeah. No. I guess she's like a strolling type entertainer or whatever while you're sitting there drinking your pub drinks, beverages.
1: Oh. That's one for Aaron to be honest with you. I mean, he's he's a big fan of the Rosen Crown Pub. Oh yeah, uh, I'll have to ask him about that. But I've never heard him make mention of it. Oh, okay, well, and anyway. I've been there a couple times. but I've never seen it.
0: All right, I was just curious cause, well, it doesn't matter now because she's no longer performing at, at Rose Rosen Crown. <laughs> You'll see her, but you won't see uh, the Hat Lady. So uh, there'll still be music and entertainment and stuff, but no Hat Lady for those that were fans of the Hat Lady. What did she do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I saw this news it's article. It's hard I was to like, miss her You know, I figured she had a hat or she did something <laughs> with hats. But, you know, I'm not too sure exactly what, what, what she did. I mean, she, uh, she'll she continue to appear, but she'll be only a pianist as a pianist. That's about it. She won't do the Hat Lady show.
1: If y'all, any of y'all go and y'all see a pianist, ask her about the Hat Lady. And if she
0: was a Hat Lady, what she what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you I could YouTube it. You know, I guess if I did some research for it, I would have uh, uh, let you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, but anyway... Uh Stacy Aswad, do you know who that is?
1: Is that the Stacy from the coming? Stacy from like, the, the yeah, the resort
0: TV things. <laughs> yes. She's shooting a new series of must-dos, you know, of course, with everything that's <laughs> happening, a new fantasy land and stuff. She must do all this new stuff.
1: It's funny when you go there now and you see the new video spliced with the, the older video, you see slightly older Stacey. Yeah. Like, she, she's a little less enthusiastic in her older age. So I'm curious to see what the, the new must-do's are. You know what's funny is she, like
0: people were I was reading this article and people were commenting that how you could see the old the old Stacy and the new Stacey and stuff back to back.
1: <laughs> it was they tried to splice it in like you wouldn't catch it, and it's like no nope she's uh that's old stacy
0: yep apparently she's been you know uh there's a liner that's in the parks at the moment and apparently she snapped a picture of stacy aswad uh, filming something so that's actually pretty cool you know so she's out there and around in the parks or at the moment in time filming a new series of must do's which i'm sure we'll see in the very very near future with I'm everything that's opening up
1: because man shoot, stacy was on there when i used to go back
0: when well she had the original you know the thing before they did the must do shows. they had the original uh uh I, I know she made some weird sounds, like gong, gong, <laughs> gong, 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 and stuff like that. You know, it was, it was pretty wild.
1: She has mellowed. I, I'd be curious to see if they, like, let her reshoot all the old stuff, Yep. or if you're going to have, like, three generations of Stacy in their must Yeah. I'd be curious.
0: That would be neat. That would be neat. Anyway, lastly, I want to end with some auditions. We got a couple of things that interest, might uh, piqued my interest, and maybe for some of you guys out there as well. Um, they're auditioning for a percussionist as a, for a sub a substitute position for Walt Disney World. Go know? for it, Kev. I know, I know. This is taking place on July twenty sixth at nine a.m. Eastern <laughs> time. Um, Why are you informing
1: more... your competition?
0: Ah, uh, well, you know, because I, you know, it's not in the cards at the moment. I'm not going to be moving down there. So if any, and, and they usually like the subs to be living in the area. And I'm not doing that. So okay. if you happen to be living down in Orlando or you know you're moving to Orlando and you want to become a sub and you're a percussionist, uh, definitely do that. You know, uh, Again, you must be 18. Uh, you got to be able to play some mallets, hand percussion, and some melodic percussion abilities. And if you happen to play the Bowen you know what a Bowen is? is? No. It's that Celtic drum that they play. Okay. You know, the real thing? And um, so your audition will be judged based upon can music you play ability. That? Yeah, I can actually. I would have rocked on this audition. Dude, but, I'm know. telling
1: you, man. You would have totally taken this. I know. I just
0: got to move. Yeah, but anyway.
1: It'd be a little harder to do the show, though.
0: It, it would be a little harder to do the show. we have to do a but lot But we'd of be revokes. a
1: lot more informative and have great interviews. Yeah, I know. I know. But then you'd probably get fired for <laughs> divulging company secrets. But
0: you know what this is for. Hmm. Um, they're looking for an experienced percussionist with energetic and outgoing personalities to perform in the Giggle Gang in the Magic <laughs> Kingdom at the Walt Disney Resor- Resort. Yeah. Uh, this is a highly interactive, comedic, and unique atmospheric experience that will bring fantasy and fun to each guest. It doesn't say where it's going to happen, but uh, you know it's a, it's a, an interactive group called this, the Giggle Gang.
1: This would have been totally you. You would have really enjoyed this. I would have.
0: You know, I, I can giggle you, with the best of them. There you go. Yeah. know. <laughs> Um, a lot of the stuff is in the style of Spike Jones. You familiar with Spike Jones? Yeah, uh, all Bugs that. Bunny. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, it's that kind of a, a musical slapstick type yeah. mu- uh, musical comedy. You know, mm-hmm. all that all that wild kind of stuff. So, if you're familiar with that style and you're into it and you happen to be in the Orlando area, I wish I was. Uh, definitely go for it. And another thing. Uh, they're looking for local male and female dancers for Dream Along With Mickey and the Beauty and the Beast live on stage shows. So if you're interested in that, that's going to take place on July 28th. And they're looking for dancers um, for both of those shows. So if you want to be part of that particular magic, man, go for it. Everything takes place at that Disney's Animal Kingdom facility. And lastly, Danny, this audition is for neither one of us, but I figure it would be a nice benefit for our listeners of shorter stature. Ah. Um, they are currently auditioning character performers. Height range 4 feet 7 inches to 5 feet even for Walt Disney World. Someone's looking for a Donald. Yep. Yep, and, and, and they make a special, yeah, Donald or Mickey. Well, Donald's
1: a shorter one, right?
0: Yeah, Donald's a shorter one. Mickey's kind of short, and uh, Pluto's short as well.
1: Uh, who's the shortest? Donald, right?
0: I would say Donald, okay. yeah. He's, he's, pre, he's down there. Or Chippendale. No, Chippendale's taller than Donald, I would say. But anyway, if you fall within a height range, and you want to be, become part of that magic. Uh, they're definitely doing some auditions, and it's going to take place on Thursday, August 1st. You can get all your stuff ready to uh, audition for one of these characters, you know. Um, a couple of things to note. Current Walt Disney World college program cast members are not eligible to audition. Current Walt Disney World character cast members are not eligible to audition as well. So if you already got a job there, you can't do this. I guess they're looking for new people. Okay. Um, again, this is going to take place at the Animal Kingdom uh, wardrobe and rehearsal facility. Um, of course, you know, if, you're, if you if you go for one of these auditions, be ready to do some movement. So make sure you wear the appropriate clothes. You no know, flip-flops. You know, make sure you're ready to do things. You know, uh, pick up some simple dance steps, moves, anything else. And be able to communicate to your guests without words right okay be able to have a good handle on your gestures and whatnot so
1: and can someone like who's actually going on one of these auditions since we do such a public service uh (laughs) and letting people know when these things uh happen can they can they like let us know the experience
0: i'd like to yeah so if anybody's listening out there that has auditioned for disney Or has done in the past and actually worked for Disney, and you want to come on the show and and talk to us about it, man, we would love to have you on because we'd love to know what the audition process is like. Uh, Because we've been, you know, I I like letting people know about the stuff that happens on DisneyAuditions.com. So if you want to give us a little more insight into that process, uh, please, by all means, let us know because I'd love to know myself just for my own trivia sake. Uh, But I'm sure maybe some listeners out there that would want to be part of the magic would want to know what all that entails. And on that note, let's head on to the hub.
1: All right. Before we get started, let me just put it out there right now. This is information. Put it out there, man. <laughs> Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to whip it out. Throw it out. This is uh, information compiled from a number of different sources of uh, Jim Hill, uh, Neverland Files uh there's several more that whose names are not occurring to me it's right cute. now um but uh in particular for the dragon's tower and Uni- quest for unicorn ride that we did the actual imagineers wrote articles on them explaining what they were yeah. cool. and that was uh paul De- torgino and maggie parr so just so you know that's where i got this information from all right so moving on to beastly kingdom itself you know of everything that we're going to discuss on this show, and I'm sure we'll be doing uh, more attractions as uh, that were never built as time goes on. Right. This has always been the one to me that that has hurt the worst. The one
0: that, yeah, you know, I, I would love to have seen that in reality. Cause uh, it just seems like a really cool show.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's hard. This one's going to be a little hard to. Um, it, it's going to be hard not to get excited about it, knowing that. Um, it, you'll probably never see it now yeah, yeah but um anyway
0: there's always hope it's living up there somewhere in the blue sky no,
1: because where where it's set to go unfortunately is where avatar land will be going uh, where it was set to and and, and plus you know beastly yeah <laughs> beastly beastly so and, and be, pl- yeah go ahead i was All gonna right. say and plus uh what you call it now that they've done expedition Everest, they've kind of covered now the the mythological uh aspect of of the you know, yeti. The 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 Disco Yeti? Yeah, the Disco Yeti. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I would hope so. But anyway, moving on. All right. Beastly Kingdom. Beastly Kingdom. All right. So just a quick overview. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom was meant to celebrate all animals. Live, extinct, and imaginary. Beastly Kingdom was to be the realm of imaginary animals out of legends, fairy tales, and storybooks. Like those legends and fairy tales, this land is divided into realms of both good and evil. It would have contained three major attractions. Fantasia Gardens, Quest for the Unicorn, and the Dragon's Tower. Fantasia Gardens. Fantasia Gardens. Don't Sound familiar? Gol-
0: yeah, I'd say they don't have a golf course, co- a yeah. miniature golf course. Yeah, we're, Fantasia we're, Gardens? We're, we're getting there. Oh. We're getting
1: there. I'm going to take you through it. Uh. Uh, so, scheduled to be built in the area currently of, occupied by Camp Minnie Mickey and set to be occupied by Avatar Land.
0: Dun-da-dun. Beastly
1: Kingdom represented Disney's first attempt at adding a major thrill ride to the Animal Kingdom, plus more conventional. Um, Disney rides, I, I suppose you would say. Right on. Um, and and kind of like a, a land that really would have given people a little something to see outside of... Uh, yeah uh, Something a little bit more akin to the Disney magic that you're used to. Right. Yeah. Whereas the rest of uh, Animal Kingdom is, is very educational.
0: Almost realistic. Yeah. So it, that would have given us the world of fantasy in that respect. Exactly. In that and particular part, Exactly. Other than the Yeti.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this was well before the Yeti. yeah. <laughs> so... Are
0: you ready to enter into Beastly Kingdom? Let's go into Beastly Kingdom.
1: entered beastly kingdom across the main entrance bridge from safari village passing by the rock dragon head and dragon cave along discovery river both of which the imagineers built as a teaser for the land that they intended to build passing under the beastly kingdom marquee and it would have been spelled b-e-a-s-t-l-i-e k-i-n-g-d-o-m-m-e kingdom kingdom to give more of a medieval type of feel beastly Uh, Visitors would enter into a uh, magical wooded area Sparkling with fairy lights Right on Up ahead is Mother Goose's Cottage A beautifully designed shop with replicas of famous nursery rhyme scenes Themed from Mother Goose's Tales This shop would have represented the hub Mm -hmm. of Beastly Kingdom As shooting off in three different directions Were the attractions that you could visit
0: Cool It looks pretty cool Mm-hmm. Looks very Mother goose <laughs> Yeah,
1: now, I don't really know. They don't really indicate what uh, the shop would have uh, would have had in it. I mean, again, you see that.
0: Uh, I hope they would have Mother Goose-tails and books and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure they would. And you see it right in the, in the hub where the park juts out from. Right. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's your first stop shop and last stop shop yeah. on the way in and out where you can get all your major merchandise. So, I'm right. thinking it's a merchandise shop themed nicely with them.
0: Which would have been cool. I mean, the the, the the concept art looks really, really neat. Yeah. That would have pulled me in through the forest. <laughs> you know, absolutely check that out.
1: All right. So the left side of Beastly Kingdom is the evil realm. hmm. The right side of Beastly Kingdom is the good. Huh. So for now, let's veer right okay. and go through the good realm and right. enter into the Fantasia Gardens boat ride.
0: All right. Fantasia Gardens Boat Ride
1: Fantasia Gardens
0: Tell me about this Now I'm intrigued Because I've (laughs) I've played That golf course
1: Have you? See I've always wanted to play i never really got to play it I've played uh, the Blizzard Beach one Which is Oh the uh, Winterland Winterland. Summerland There you go Played that one
0: uh, The Fantasia Gardens is fun They have one course That's like a miniature version Of I think Augusta Oh really? Yeah so there's no like Side bumpers Like you know how Most uh, mini golf places Have like side bumpers So the Mm -hmm. ball doesn't roll up This one doesn't Oh wow So it has all the little hills And sand (laughs) traps And everything else so, you know, your ball will roll into the bushes <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you don't hit it just right. It's actually really, really... I forget what's, I forget what they call it. There's a Fantasia side. and I forget what the other side's called. I can't remember at the moment. But that's okay. But anyway, yeah, it's a, a fun little golf course. But I digress. So, boat ride? Boat ride. <laughs> boat
1: ride. Fantasia Gardens was a musical boat ride that would carry visitors through scenes from Fantasia. Guests would encounter the familiar dancing crocodiles and hippos from Dance of the Hours, as well as the Pegasus fawns, and centaurs from Beethoven's Pastoral. To add to the feeling of serenity, guests would be carried along in boats fashioned after the movie's magnificent flying horses. Mm. These boats would have sailed past Greek temples, a stylized Mount Olympus, and beneath a colorful rainbow archway, all featuring the scenery, characters, and classical music from the film.
0: Cool. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Now, funny enough, this is not Disney's first... uh, uh, as you've pointed out, this wasn't their uh, first attempt to get Fantasia into the park. Right. Um, prior to this, they worked on something called Garden of the Gods.
0: Garden of the Gods? Yeah, and okay. it was going to
1: be over at Disneyland in the area where the motorboats were used to be you know where they did the gummy yeah uh yeah. gummy glenn thing yeah, yeah yeah. so anyway that's what they were originally going to go ahead and do it It was garden of the gods it was designed by uh mark davis and claude coates mm-hmm. and there were all these magnificent scenes and you, you can go ahead and, and google it And there's this is one scene in particular with sorcerer mickey with the you know the brooms and the, right. you know water going everywhere and very stuff cool, very cool so it was going to be like a little fountain ride through
0: you know, as an aside i don't mean to break train but i rode those boats those little motor boats. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually really cool. For those that don't know, in Disneyland they had, you had the Autopia, and then right next door was like, I guess, the Boatopia. I forgot what the name of it was. But well, you,
1: that's why they ended up not doing it. Was oh, really? because of Autopia being right there. You'd hear the roar oh, of the yeah, engine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the the motors and stuff.
1: Exactly. So it would take you away from that. Uh that nice peaceful classical
0: music feel uh, that would have been funny that you would have <laughs> and, the, and the smell I guess of the ga- gas or whatever because mm-hmm. I'm sure it was gasoline then oh
1: that's true yeah, yeah. yeah. also this was scheduled also to be built uh, Garden of the Gods right where the swan boats used to be oh cool Over Okay. there yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it was they tried to put it in a number of times and this was yet another attempt that didn't Work out, and so that's how you ended up with your Fantasia golf course.
0: So, as another side, other than the great movie ride, is there f- other Fantasia references in the park? Like, in actually, Fantasmic. in the park, oh, yeah, I guess so. Fantasmic, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Trying to think that's what uh, that's Fantasia esque, yeah, you know, Sorcerer Mickey, I mean. yeah, and he fights the uh, if uh, he fights Mal- uh, not Maleficent, uh, the big dragon at the end, yeah, um, I, forgot, I forgot who you call it. Well, the big dragon at the end.
1: <laughs> well, you talking about the one, the 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 guy from the um the mountain? Chernobog? Oh no,
0: oh yeah, Chernabog. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not Chernabog. It would be. I guess it would be Maleficent, huh? No, no, you're right. It is
1: the dragon. What am I thinking? I'm yeah, something else. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. So Fantasia Gardens was going to be that little quiet serene it was gonna ride. be like
1: their small world their version of uh, small okay world, gotcha gotcha float through you'd see these animatronic scenes all so our through. kids could ride it <laughs> yeah exactly all right cool and again that's what i was talking about before where you, we were talking about trying to uh, put in traditional disney type rides this is this would have been one of them There's, i would
0: have been cool with that yeah you know another little a nice really well themed uh, indoor boat ride you know what i mean because mm-hmm. what they have it's a small world they have Listen to the Lamb, which is mm-hmm, eh, mm-hmm. not really the same vein. No. Three,
1: three Caballeros. Oh, Three that, Caballeros. Yeah, but that used, it used to be so much more Small World when right. it was... Uh, Aureo 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 de Tempo. De Tempo. Oh, yeah, that was one of my favorites. I can't believe they got rid of that
0: one. The re- I do like, I like the song. Yeah, I can still play it on marimba. It's a happy <laughs> song. It okay, is. so there's two. Is there any other ones? I guess no. part of Norway is kind of like it, but not really. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. That would have been really neat to have another boat ride like uh, to that mag- to a small world magnitude in a park. Absolutely. Somewhere. That would have been cool. I mean, they had double ride systems anyway. I mean, you know, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. uh, over in the Crystal Skull and then uh, a dinosaur over here. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, uh, oh, oh, well. I digress. Sorry. Let's no continue problem. the tour.
1: All right. Let's continue on through. So yeah. that was Fantasia Gardens. Cool. All right. And that's the one attraction I could find the least amount of information on. Yeah. The other two is going to be a little bit lengthier, and I'll be able to get you more of a, uh, of an overview of it.
0: Are we still on the good side, that that side of the oh, park? Oh, we're still on the good side of the All park. Right. That
1: was the first attraction. You got one more on the good side before we cross over.
0: All right, I'm moving my picture over so I can get a good view of the concept art. <laughs> All, right. All right, take me there, man.
1: All right, straight back in the distance from Fantasia Gardens and kind of to the left is Quest for the Unicorn.
0: Quest for the Unicorn, got it.
1: Quest for the Unicorn. And what it does is... Well, not that it does anything. It's a hedge maze.
0: Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Kind of like what they have in uh, Disneyland Paris.
1: Exactly. Like the Alice in Wonderland uh, right. Curious Labyrinth, I think is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quest for the unicorn was to be an adventure through a hedge maze to seek the hidden grotto where the mythical unicorn lives. The mm-hmm. maze itself contained gothic archways along with topiary-shaped like towers and turrets to give the impression of an overgrown castle estate. Hmm. The journey into the maze was divided into four main sections. Three outdoor areas, each ruled by a different mythological character, and a castle at the end where the unicorn lived. In each of the three outdoor areas, guests would meander through pathways, navigate the maze, reading signs, and finding clues until discovering an audio-animatronic character that gave entrance into the next section. Cool. Along the way, stone gargoyles offered comic relief and hidden clues. They guarded dead ends, played tricks, held confusing signs, and shot jets of water at unsuspecting guests.
0: Gargoyles, kind of like from, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame?
1: Exactly. How sweet. They would have lined them; ma- They're everywhere all over this thing. Right. Uh, and I guess they're not... They sh- you know, the person who, uh, who wrote this article that I'm, I'm, I'm working off of is Maggie Parr, the... Uh, yeah.
0: Is the Imagineer
1: the- who worked on the actual attraction itself. And she makes cool. an effort to always point out that the audio-animatronic character in each of these... Uh, in each of these uh, sections of the maze um, is pretty much the only audio-animatronic audio, audio animatronic character in that section of the park. So I'm, right. I'm guessing these gargoyles would have just been stone-cold still. Right. And there is, if you look up her article, and they have some really good um, concept art of what the gargoyles would have looked like.
0: Cool. So, so this is a, it's an outdoor maze, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a hedge maze, right. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, man. I wouldn't mind a maze in Disney World somewhere.
1: Yeah, no, that's one thing that you haven't seen in Disney World, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. California Adventure, any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice's Curious Labyrinth, that's the only one I know of.
0: Yeah, yeah, one day I'll make it over there and check it out. That would have been neat. Yeah. Quest for the Unicorn. So what, are you supposed to, are you supposed to find the Unicorn? Yeah,
1: that's, that's the whole idea. You, you, that you're, you have to navigate the maze, figure out the clues to find yeah. the next level to meet the Unicorn.
0: See, I can see that being a total crowd gobbler. That'd be cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I, yeah I, I can see people... Just totally loitering, you know, checking out the scenery. Yeah. Just enjoying the time over there. Absolutely. So you ready to take a walkthrough?
0: Yeah, let's take a walkthrough, man.
1: All right. We're first, go, wait, wait, We're going through the maze? We're going through the maze. Oh, man. Go ahead. Yeah. The first section in the maze was more of a traditional type of hedge maze. It had sharp angles and regular type shapes. Even the gargoyles in this section were a little bit more serious. In a clearing at the end of this area, you'd encounter a stone sphinx. It's half woman, half lion. Sitting quietly on her pedestal, she would grind the life, moving her wings and delivering a cryptic message about starting every journey at the beginning.
0: Huh. Okay. Right.
1: So that would be your first animatronic character—a
0: female so sphinx.
1: You'd work your way through, and I told you we were going to walk through. I didn't. I'm not going to bring you through every little curve and every we'll little night. nook and cranny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This one goes 90 degrees to the right. Yeah. Head just stands six foot tall.
1: Yeah. Um. So after leaving the Sphinx, we the Sphinx, the Sphinx. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of Jim and the Saints. <laughs> uh After leaving the Sphinx, we pass under a bridge into the second area of the maze, where the atmosphere turns playful. Hm. Hedges curve more and are are sprinkled with more colorful flowers. Yeah. Water spouts leapfrog over a, overhead, and gargle heads in the hedge maze call out jokes. At the end is a clearing with a topiary bird on a flowery throne. It's a phoenix, with red and orange flowers surrounding the nest, symbolizing its rise from the ashes. Hmm. Periodically, it comes to life, flapping its green wings and declaring that it was sent here to guide people on their quest to discover the unicorn.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So, that's your second animatronic character.
0: From hmm. there... Oh, get a I was about to say, you know, I wonder if they would have made these interactive, like the interactive animatronics that they're trying to do now like the next-gen stuff and everything.
1: Yeah, if they were designing it now, I'm sure that they would have. That would
0: be, that'd be actually pretty neat.
1: Back in 1998?
0: No, probably not. They uh, probably didn't have that, st- that, that 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 technology yet.
1: No, I I would... I Still would suspect, in development, I believe. I would suspect not. Yeah. Um, all right, so... From there, we pass over a bridge and enter into the final part of the maze. Okay. Here, routes turn sharply back and forth, and a wall of gargoyle heads offer interactive entertainment.
0: Oh, cool. There you go.
1: By stepping on different tiles in the ground, the heads would either tell jokes, shoot blasts of air, or spray water.
0: How cool is that? <laughs> you know, you, you told me about the step on tiles. I just I just remember the Indiana Jones and yeah, the Last Crusade. Go. I so, love a spell with an I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> after this... Uh, are pathways of red and white flowers shaped in the head of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. At the end of the path is an archway into a courtyard guarded by a golden griffin. Right on. This third animatronic character rises up, twitches its wings, lifts its lifts its claw, and delivers an ominous message about nearing the end of the journey.
0: Very good. Very good. Yeah.
1: So there's your your last section of the outdoor part of the maze. You are about to enter into the castle area. Okay so ascending the balcony uh you ascend to a balcony overlooking the maze where you can see the unicorn head made out of flowers you can watch people make their way throughout the maze right and uh then you descend a staircase where the light dims and you make your way into the grotto at the heart of the castle hmm gothic style stalactites draped in flowers drip from the ceiling and gentle waterfalls feed a small pool lit with eerie green lighting Right on. on a rock in the center of the water sits the white unicorn quietly watching us and giving mysterious messages about the journey of life
0: huh that would've been neat yeah
1: and from there you exit back
0: back into beastly back kingdom back into beastly oh, kingdom oh how pretty cool that is neat
1: yeah and 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 part of what she was talking about in the in this uh, in this article was that Joe Rody, kind of cautioned her because I guess originally they were going to have the unicorn the the, the unicorn is delivering you messages right but he's not moving his mouth because Joe Rody kind of felt like it would be a little Mr. Eddish oh yeah (laughs) so instead they make it out to where and you can almost hear it in your head where the the unicorn is kind of delivering it to you telepathically oh so as you're walking through you're hearing these things and you see this but you're not going to see a a talking unicorn oh
0: interesting so You know, I got, I got visions. I'm hearing, the like, if you watched Harry Potter and he had to, uh, what was it, the Goblet of Fire? And uh-huh. he held that egg underneath the water so he could hear the mermaids talk. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm picturing that kind of a uh, 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 voice like that. Yeah,
1: know? like this echoey in the
0: back. Echoey, the pretty, yeah. yet really mysterious and almost spooky type voice. Mm-hmm. Ah, it, it, would, it would tell me things about life. That'd be yeah. cool.
1: And I, I think it would have been like I always kind of thought that this was the the weakest of the attractions. Yeah. Until I kind of read
0: through it, and um, yeah, I kind of think I would have enjoyed it. I think I would have dug it too. I know the kids would have dug it. Yeah. You know, it's too bad you can't ride a unicorn. <laughs> you know, but I think what they have something like that over at uh, Universal. I think. Yeah. Okay. Or at least they used to.
1: We're getting uh, to that. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay.
1: It all intertwines, Cap. It all intertwines. Oh
0: goodness me. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do this. So what's next?
1: All what? right. So making our way back down towards Mother Goose's cottage. We're doing this to, to help give the benefit of those who are following along with
0: the concept art at home. That's right. Mm-hmm. So We're going, we're coming from the right, going back to the cottage. We're
1: going back down to the hub. Off to the left is a little stone bridge in the left side of the woods.
0: Yep. See it? And that's the one that see, leads to the dark side. That's the whatever the, they call
1: it. That's the entrance to Beastly Kingdom's evil realm. Mm. If you look closely... This bridge, you, you, at the bridge, you'll notice three goats hmm. right alongside the bridge. You see that?
0: Uh, I, it kind of looks like goats. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Kevin's looking at his iPhone, so he really will have to you know, expand this.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. The bridge is the Billy Goat Bridge based on the story of the three Billy Goats' cross. Ah. Guests as they pass over the bridge, would hear the grumblings of a troll. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you would see these three goats tethered nearby, grazing on the grass. Right, right. So that was the, uh, what you call it, that, that's the inspiration for that, that bridge. That would have
0: really been cool.
1: Now, in the left foreground, overlooking a lake, is an outdoor eatery called Loch Ness Landing.
0: You know, I was I was about to get hungry walking <laughs> around this park. Yeah, you were wondering where we are going to eat, huh? Yeah, where, where's the food?
1: Also known as Loch Ness Terrace. This restaurant would have been built in the granite slab style of Stonehenge.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: At regular intervals throughout the day, the eerie sound of bab- bagpipes would be heard floating out over the mist-shrouded water. Bubbles would rise in the lake and mysterious humps would break the surface. Suddenly, the head of the Loch Ness monster would appear before brief-
0: b- briefly before sinking back into the depths. Either that or Brickley. <laughs> Brickley, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come over from Downtown Disney and pop his head up. Yeah, I'm looking at a concept. Bar, man. that would have been really, really neat.
1: Yeah, I'm a big Loch Ness monster nut. I would have yeah. loved to have seen that.
0: They got I, those big picture windows facing the water. That would have been really nice. Yeah, I see that. To overlook over that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool.
1: So further up the path on the left, are seeing some uh, some nautical theme type shops. Uh huh. But if you keep going and you look left. You're yep. gonna see a, a huge, smoldering uh, castle. Castle, yeah. That's yeah.
0: obviously the weenie for that side of the park. That is the Dragon's Tower ride. That would definitely, that would definitely pull me over. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's gonna be. That was scheduled to be the. That was Expedition Everest before there was an Expedition Everest. Oh really? Yeah. I gotta say,
0: this awfully looks like. You know, this looks awfully a lot like like Harry Potter Land. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> if
1: they would have built this, they would have had the jump on them.
0: Uh, they would have, yeah, because it ends in a castle. This one, yeah, it, this is pretty cool. All right, so, yeah, let's let's talk about this ride, man. Let's go ride it.
1: Set inside a decrepit castle ruin topped with a crooked tower, guests would learn the story of a fierce dragon who once ravaged the stronghold. (laughs) He now lives deep within its walls, guarding its piles of stolen treasure. This black medieval castle would be the centerpiece of the evil half of Beastly Kingdom. All around would be burn marks and melted pieces of armor and weaponry representing past battles with the dragon.
0: So this thing would have been constantly smoldering the entire time you're in the park. I believe it would have. How cool is that? Yeah. I guess that's kind of like, you know, in Tokyo Sea with the journey to the center of the earth with that volcano erupts. Yeah. That Oh, that, that would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. No,
1: I would have loved to have seen him do a journey to the center of the earth type of ride. We, like when we got to a little d- discussion segment afterwards and yeah. we talked about what we would like to have done Right. See added to this Right Like going back To Fantasia Gardens Like you were talking About before There really isn't A whole lot of stuff On this But if you look back At that Garden of the Gods uh, mm-hmm. Concept art By yeah. uh, by Mark Davis And Claude Coates Right You see parts Where they go to The underworld
0: huh. and, and they okay. go through
1: The Hades by right. The river sticks And that kind of thing Right, right. And I thought It would be like Cool if you're going Through Fantasia Gardens At one point in time You stop through Hades You see yeah. Hades himself From, from,
0: from Hercules. Hercules Yeah exactly uh, be- James
1: Woods And it leads you on a little bit of a journey through the dark portion.
0: Uh, that would have been, oh, that would have been neat. Yeah. That would have been very cool.
1: But anyway, all right. So let's step in the queue.
0: So we're going the in the ride. Out. Oh, sweet. We're going to go in yeah, the Let's ride. do it. Let's go to the queue.
1: And once again, like I told you before, this is from the actual Imagineer who helped design the ride, Paul uh, Torgino. So right on. The queue begins in the castle courtyard. Stone walls are covered with a huge canvas made up of mismatched pieces of fabric salvaged, uh, salvaged from the castle. Strange medieval music plays softly. Guests then enter the castle through a hole in the stone wall, leading to a series of storage chambers. Visitors would wind their way past old castle supplies covered in cobwebs and dust. Whispered conversations are heard from above and around corners. These voices are from a group of bats that live in the castle and are planning to steal the treasure from the evil dragon in the the treasure chamber. Hmm. Chamber? Chamber. Yeah, chamber. You discover that the bats have tried to steal the treasure unsuccessfully many times before, but this time they're going to enlist the help of the guests. Animatronic scenes would show the bats suiting up for battle in armor consisting of pots and pans with big metal dinner plates strapped to their chests and plotting their attack on a big map of the castle with a red axe. Huh. Over the dragon chamber.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
1: Yeah, so you like picture um, these Mark Davis style uh, bats because that's right. how they were planning on doing them. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, yeah got do, you, they're going to play a little bit of comedy for it. Yeah. Give you these, these, these Mark Davis style bats dressed up like uh, kind of like Tweedledee Tweedledum from right. uh, Alice in Wonderland, right? Where they, they use pots and pans that, to, to serve as makeshift armor. Oh, cool. hmm. Oh, that would have been neat. Yeah. So. Now, you ready to board? Let's go on the ride. All right. So in the main dining room hall uh, slash throne room, guests would load onto half-melted iron cauldrons, Hmm. hanging from the feet of a bat. Fiberglass, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This suspended roller coaster would then take off, passing through the gilded throne room and grand banquet hall with its food service still sitting there covered in cobwebs.
0: so let me picture this. It's a suspended roller coaster that's hanging.
1: It's a cauldron. And we're sitting
0: in cauldrons?
1: You're sitting in cauldrons that are suspended. And if you look right above you, kind of like as a canopy, is this large bat.
0: Okay, so the bat's holding on to the cauldron. And
1: he's one of the... You know the various bats that are that are. Oh, how cool with that! Yeah, yeah,
0: all right, all right, all right, all right.
1: You take off, you pass through the uh, the throne room and the banquet hall, uh-huh. and then you fly through a series of dark cavernous halls. All the while, the bats are cheering you on and telling you to grab as much treasure as you can. Yep, they're encouraging you as best as they can, and uh, you, you go through a couple of wrong terms. Right, uh, you, a couple of lucky escapes from doors slamming shut on you, and. All the while, you're hearing dragon roars. You hear, mm-hmm. see little fire bursts here and there. And then finally, the cauldrons would enter into the treasure chamber, and mm-hmm. guests would see the front half of a huge sleeping dragon. Cool. Just the front half, and they were estimating it uh, to be at least 30 feet long. So this would have been a huge dragon.
0: That would have been awesome. Dragon. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's gluttonous, and he's decorated himself with all kinds of treasure all over his body. Like earrings and stuff like that. Because right. Was, you know hoarding his treasure and the room itself is covered with piles of golden treasures and jewels hmm. so as the cauldrons enter the dragon would be awoken by the fierce battle cry of the bats uh, hmm. <laughs> making him to, t- to run off with his treasure and the dragon would perk up and start spitting real balls of fire at the vehicles oh cool Picking up speed to escape the blast, the cauldrons would rush out of the room and start a quick downward spiral out of the castle and into the wooded forest area outside, which would have represented the main drop.
0: Ooh, that would have been cool.
1: Yeah, racing out of control, you hit the fastest part of the ride, which takes you through the forest, some architectural ruins, and some crooked teetering columns that are left. And until eventually the bats regain control and return the castle to unload, thanking the guests for their help and requesting that they return real soon. For next time, they will surely succeed.
0: So this roller coaster would have gone outside. It sounds. It like. It would have, have gone a la outside test track.
1: Yes, it would have. It would have exited through a, either like a window or a hole in the wall. You would. Have, it went right outside to the floor. If you look in the that, concept art, you yeah. can see. Right around it, the La Force area.
0: Oh, that would have been... Oh, okay. That would have been so cool. Because I don't think that's a, a ride system that they have utilized as a uh, suspended roller coaster, have they? No. At least not stateside parks. I don't I don't, I don't. know. I don't know about the... I don't think Japan. I don't think Paris has it.
1: Not that I can think of. But, like, you see... look. If you look right to both sides of the... Uh, of the castle, the squadron uh-huh. castle in the background representing the dragon tower. Right. You'll see the woods. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. If you look carefully off to the right, you can see some bats. I see flying some bats flying.
0: Yeah. yeah, I see that. Okay, that would have been really neat. Yeah. yeah. the suspended roller coaster is a system I haven't seen yet. I mean, granted they had Peter Pan, but that's not really a roller coaster. But it is suspended. You know, I'll give it credit for that. Yeah. But I, that would have been really, really cool.
1: That would have been the 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 main attraction to Animal Kingdom. That would have been what. Sucked
0: in the visitors.
1: Okay. It, oh, that's
0: it, because before Expedition Everest came online. Right. Gotcha. Before
1: Expedition Everest, there was—I mean—you had Kilimanjaro Safaris, tough to be a bug, Kali River Rapids. That's about it. I mean, you know, it, yeah. as far as as rides go, I mean, you had shows and you right, had um, right. demonstrations and whatnot. But I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. um
0: what oh, in beast in Oh in Animal and Kingdom in
1: Animal Kingdom that really I mean this was gonna be what drew the gas over. Right, right. Um, right. and unfortunately just, it just it didn't happen.
0: It's not a zoo.
1: Not a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been what made it not a zoo because you're right. when you're competing with Bush Gardens and they have animals all over there. Yeah, I mean, they've
0: been doing it for a while.
1: Exactly. I mean how are you going to compete with them by giving people animals that they can't see anywhere right. else—the stuff of legend and myth? But the uh, dodo
0: bird, yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool.
1: I mean, they, they they have dinosaurs, but I mean, we have dinosaurs here at the uh, Ottoman Zoo. They yeah, have a little yeah. dinosaur uh, animatronic exhibit. A lot right. of a lot of zoos have that.
0: Um, Sciences museums and stuff—they yeah. have their own versions of that.
1: And really, Dino Land is a land in need of help anyway.
0: So yeah, yeah, my kid like yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I like I still like dinosaur.
1: So that completes our tour. That's everything that you would have seen in, in Beastly Kingdom. Kingdom.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm trying to look in there. I'm looking at the, oh, the, okay, that's the maze, I guess.
1: Yeah, right off to the back. Well, yeah, what are you looking at? there? If I'm the looking
0: at, uh, at, at Mother Goose's house and I look straight back, that's the maze? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: To the left of that is Dragon's Tower. To the Dragon's right of that. Tower. Yeah.
0: I like that there's a lot of water. That would have been really cool. That looks like it really, would have been really, really nice. Oh,
1: yeah. I would have loved eating at Loch Ness Landing. That would have be been great. The
0: little rainbow bridge.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. That's like a, an archway that you pass under when you're going through the Fantasia uh, boat oh, ride. Oh,
0: okay. I got you. I got you. A little boat ride. So this. Would, oh, wait. So that would have been an outdoor boat ride. Yeah.
1: That would also have also
0: been an outdoor. Oh. Yeah. that Now, that would have been different. That mm-hmm. would have been very cool. It would be kind of like the Storybook Canal boats.
1: Absolutely, yeah, now you point that out. I really didn't think about that on on rainy days. You really kind of run out. I guess (laughs) that's right. So well the
0: same thing with the maze a lot of this is really exposed this this part except for the castle but I mean you know I I'd, I'd throw on a poncho and just and do the maze. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, a lot of the animal kingdom is outdoors. I mean, the the uh, the queue for uh, Kilimanjaro safaris, true. yeah, is uh, is is very much outdoors. The
0: Maharaja Jungle Track is uh, somewhat covered. Yeah. Some of it's uh, open.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I think they could have done the same thing with this thing, cover yeah. here and there. Uh, Kali River Rapids is another one where, again, periodically you'll go under some covering, but That's for the true. most part, you're in the uh, in the. Open. I don't
0: think they run when it rains, do they? I think don't they stop? Does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> I like that ride-ish. Yeah, know? I love
1: it. I mean, it's, it's our family's favorite ride. One of my favorite stories is about yeah. how my dad stood up on it. I remember that. Drive. I think you yeah. mentioned that on a show a while back. Yeah,
0: I did. Um, that, that, man, Beast of Kingdom would have been really, really cool.
1: So do you want to know why it wasn't built? Because this is where it gets sad.
0: Oh, okay. Let's, let's explore <laughs> this. So why was it not built? Is Wait, is the Dragon Rock still there?
1: Yes, the dragon rocket. You still can there. still see that. You can okay. still see that, and if you look a little bit further in the distance, you can still see the um, you can still see the uh, the cave that the the drag one of the dragons would have been in. Right, and we're right. Gonna, we'll get to that in a second as well as I explain that to you. But if you okay. want, just hopping ahead of quick.
0: Could you? I used to have the radio Disney cruise thing or whatever? Yes. That, yes, that was the second thing it became, and you could you could see it as you were going on a little cruise deal.
1: Right. The remnants of beastly kingdom there, there are still some that are there where you can see that they fully intended to build it One right. was it when was the dragon uh, rock that you pointed out, right? Uh, but if you look at the park's logo a little marquee that they have you can see the dragon is clearly right positioned right right in, the, right in yeah. the middle of the, of the logo and uh, As we were looking through the concept art earlier. There's a ticket booth with a dragon head on there. Oh, cool. yeah that, Okay. Right and um, a parking lot the uh, uh, unicorn section parking lot. Yeah. There's two shops in there. One's like a little kiosk, and one's like this little, like a little snack stand, and the other one's like a, 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 a shop. And they call it, one's called Beastly Bazaar.
0: Right. And oh yeah, one's yeah. called yeah, Beastly yeah, yeah, Kiosk. Yeah. Yes yes yes. Yeah. I so, know Beastly Bazaar.
1: There's there's little subtle nods here and there to what what would have been Beastly King.
0: Yeah. I well, hope whatever next president comes around, maybe does pull it out and do it.
1: Well, they, they'd have to completely scrap Avatar Land then, which I am not at all opposed to.
0: You know, but I'll give them a little piece of Beast of Kingdom. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a little uh, a land within a land, you know, a little area within an area. Ah,
1: uh, uh, I'll go along with that. When do you think it takes to get the thing built.
0: Now, as an aside, I still want to—I uh, still love to have my Indiana Jones Temple of Dune roller coaster ride.
1: Ah, uh, yes, but I think that would go at the Hollywood Studios. Yeah,
0: that. Pro- yes, yes. But anyway, I digress.
1: All right. So why wasn't Beastly Kingdom built?
0: Yeah, why wasn't this built?
1: Short answer. Yeah. What do you think? Money. There you go. Really? Money and in future planning, really. Uh, future
0: planning. Future planning.
1: You see, it took Disney three years and eight hundred million dollars just to get uh, Phase One of Disney King uh, Animal Kingdom open on um, April twenty second, nineteen ninety eight. Right. Well since the name of the park is Disney's Animal Kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, the Imagineers kind of had it in their head that people might actually want to see real animals. So they poured a fortune into getting the African well, the African and Asian sections of the park built. Oh, right, right, right. And they went basically they went over budget on on, on They wanted to
0: make the habitats really good. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah, and they didn't really realize some of the problems that they were going to have and and end up spending
0: more money. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing stories about that. So,
1: if that's Africa and that's Asia, that kind of leaves you with, you know, they they were left with enough money to build one more
0: Land section, of, section of the park. Okay.
1: So, that means you had to choose between Beastly Kingdom and...
0: Dinoland? There you go. Which used to have CTX as its headliner? CTX. Countdown to Extinction. Yeah, Countdown to I'll Extinction. Tell you, which we, you could, why you say used to? What's that?
1: You said used to. Used to have ctx as its headliner
0: oh yeah because now it's dinosaur oh okay the movie came out you know they've renamed it they've renamed it okay uh, okay yeah mrs cosby's still in it so
1: so do you know why they went with dino land usa
0: mcdonald's sponsored dinosaur right no
1: well you were you were close of what you said it a little bit earlier oh what's that that movie dinosaur was
0: coming out Oh, they Synergy. Had, yeah. We're back they, to Synergy with Eisner.
1: So Michael Eisner decided that, look, if we're going to do one, let's do Dino the Land. Land yeah. Let's insert uh, Dinosaur the Ride in there, and uh, we'll, we'll be Synergized. And we we'll, all remember that movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we'll push off Beastly Kingdom to phase two of construction, which at that point was scheduled to be done in uh, spring of like 2003, I believe it was. Mm-hmm, which
0: was awesome.
1: So with the mm-hmm. thought that... Uh, the, that Beastly Kingdom had been, you know, just postponed, not completely right. canceled. That's why you started to see a lot of those little hints added throughout the park. Right, right. It was because the Imagineers fully expected that at some point in time
0: it's going to happen. It would be yeah. there.
1: And the Discovery River boat ride was an entire what was meant to be an entire coming attraction kind of teaser trailer for what was to lay ahead
0: kind of like Jurassic Park exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: so this is what uh. the money was supposed to be put aside to go ahead and build this this Discovery River boat cruise right. that would have kind of led you through um, some of the, the the creatures that you would have encountered at beastly kingdom right right so right you'd start off you'd get into your discovery river boat Yeah. and you'd pull away from the the dock and You'd see the little dragon rock right off to the left, mm-hmm. and then you'd start to see like lances and melted pieces of armor all in, in the water and around the cave and yeah. As, as you got there, as you got closer, you'd hear start to hear roars, and you'd start to hear hisses. And, hisses, and,
0: and, yeah. And, and, I think fire used to ble- ble- breathe out of the cave, well, I believe. And I'm,
1: the original idea of it. Now, we're not talking about what they actually built. We're talking right. about what that was supposed to be. Oh, okay, okay. Because, gotcha. as you well know, once they did it, it right. didn't end up near what... It was supposed to be, and as a result, it became, like, the least popular ride in the park, and they ended up shutting it down. Right, right. So, what you were going to see is a sleeping dragon head, sleeping right there at the edge of the cave. Oh, cool. And then the dragon head would have, you know, woke up, craned his neck out, yeah, and shot off a couple of blasts of fire ah. over at the guests passing through in their boat. Right, right. And to kind of, like, save money on it, they were going to use the exact same mold of the dragon that they used over at... A, Chateau de Belle, is that is that what they call yeah, it? The, the, the castle over the there? in
0: Disneyland, yeah, Ex-
1: yeah, in Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So that they had it all set about about how they were going to go about doing it.
0: Chateau de Belle Dumont. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so once you got past that, you, your boat driver would then be like, "Oh, whoa, well, I'm worried that the uh, what you call it, the, the all the noise from the dragon has awoken the kraken." Right. And suddenly, you, the would water the kraken would pop up. Yeah. Well, the water would start to bubble, and you'd see this giant fin like break through the water.
0: And That's like Future Synergy, man, with the Pirates movies. <laughs> you, know, you could have totally had the cracking coming out. If
1: only Michael Eisner would have known what Pirates of the Caribbean was going to do, I'm sure we would have gotten this. Yep. Yeah, he tell you that this mythical Greek sea monster was known to lurk along this stretch of, uh, of Discovery uh, River.
0: and uh, So this is kind of reminding me of like the Universal Studios backlot tour in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a lot of interactivity and stuff. Yeah. You know, because that, that tour out there does that same kind of mm-hmm. You know, go on this rickety bridge and there's a lot of different uh, scary things that happen. Not scary, but just uh, interactive things. Like you get into a battle. Well, you used to get into a Battlestar Galactica battle. Mm-hmm. You fly into a ship and all of a sudden, like, you know, the robo- robots would start firing and stuff. So this kind of <laughs> sounds like the same thing, but yeah. on water. Yeah. And that would have been really, 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 really cool.
1: Right. So do you, you know how they stop the, the Kraken?
0: How do you stop the crack? With, with a pistol? No. <laughs> I, I like Jungle Cruise. The same way you kill
1: a hippo. You stop a hippo. Same way. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah.
0: No. They're related, of course.
1: He would. Pull, the captain of your boat would pull out a little wire and uh, start plucking, like an odd little tune, that would make the the crack sleepy. And he would. The boat would stop rocking, stop bubbling, and yeah. the captain would tell you, "Oh well, the, the, the only the." Soft music could soothe the savage beast, kind of thing, you know. So he would put the kraken to sleep.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm hearing King Kong cheesiness. <laughs> well, there you go. It was truly beauty that killed the beast, <laughs> 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 or whatever the line is. Well, you get the idea. But you know, I digress.
1: So as you round the bend yep. on your boat cruise, off to the left, you'd catch a a, a unicorn that they would point out, and then very brief little glimpse of, yeah. of a unicorn standing up there, uh, shrouded in mist and right. Uh, uh, a Grove of trees that you would be able to see
0: some mythical creatures, yeah, yeah. So, so Pocahontas and uh Song of the South people will be sim- hiding in the woods somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah, okay.
1: So now, of <laughs> course, all this wonderful stuff didn't happen, and instead of an animatronic unicorn towards the end of the ride, do you remember yeah. what we got?
0: No. You remember? Yeah, cuz I never you know, I never took that ride cuz there was always such a long line and it was I remember it was such a slow loading attraction.
1: That was another thing. That was another It reason. just
0: bogged down a lot, so I never got to go on it.
1: Well, people were complaining because they would go on this thing and there was just nothing to see. Right. Because as you well, let's go into what they actually did. Okay. As you yourself know, and it, it didn't even work well for the longest time, so they ended up stopped doing it.
0: Well, they converted to like a Radio Disney cruise.
1: Yeah, because they were having such a bad time with what they had originally set up. Right. What it was going to be was you were going to go ahead and pass by this cave, but instead of seeing a dragon head pop out, like you said, you'd hear a roar and periodic little bursts of fire would shoot out of the cave.
0: Oh, huh, okay. Which
1: is very much done in the cheap, but right. okay. So then you'd pass by, there'd be no kraken. Right. You'd, you'd see the little geyser things that they had over there. That would, the little yeah kind of yeah guys shooting water. Um, you cruise down a little bit longer, and what you would find is uh, um, the, the, the what you call it the um, so iguanodon. You
0: were, like oh iguanodon okay yeah
1: what was his name Alan. Aladar, Al- 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 Aladar, yeah, Aladar
0: Al- from the. What's talking about from the movie? Yeah, yeah exactly. Aladar.
1: That's what you would find at the very end there, and unfortunately, that animatronic very rarely worked either. I mean, in fact, if you go online right now, you can go on YouTube, and there's a lot of YouTube video from the opening day, and neither, from that ride. F- from yeah, from that ride, and neither the dragon fire nor the um, nor Aladar is in it.
0: Huh. In fact, okay. you
1: have to go like there's a pre. Um, what do you call it? like not opening but a soft opening kind of thing yeah yeah where somebody did it like in March and that's the only one you'll find the dragon uh, fire on, thing, on right. YouTube but that's the only thing you won't even see the Aladar so the no
0: disco that. dragon no disco Aladar no disco Aladar. no disco kraken <laughs> <laughs> So so you you went on this ride? No, I didn't go on this. Oh, ride. you didn't go. No, okay. No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. Okay, okay, no, okay.
1: No. It's like you said, it was always packed. I mean, it's just it, you never really had
0: I mean, <laughs> I wanted to. It wasn't from lack of not wanting to ride it. It just it was always packed.
1: Yeah, and I never really saw anything about it. now when great, right, when I went over there, they weren't you could cross that bridge and see what was going on in that right. boat rod, and there was yeah. no fire shooting out of there. I right. think by the time that we'd gone over there, that part of it had already been suspended. And like I said, opening day, it wasn't happening. Right, so right, it, right. It did So, it didn't last for too much longer. Right. So, anyway, Animal Kingdom, obviously, with the river boats not doing too well, right. and uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris was backing up, and... Right you know there really wasn't it was it was kind of a a half-day park if you remember it before expedition everest opened up right i mean you get there early and there really wasn't much to do right around the mid-afternoon times i mean animal kingdom would would empty out pretty quickly
0: which was great for me because I'd go in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem also was that the animals would start napping. Well, once they did the close early, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once the hot Florida sun came out, the animals
0: were smart and got, <laughs> and out, of got out of the sun. Yeah. Got out of the sun.
1: Found some shade. So, in order to kind of uh, put a little something together, yeah. So that way, visitors had something else to do and something a little bit more kid-friendly. Michael Eisner, borrowing from Mickey's Birthday Land, right, which ended up becoming Toontown over there, uh, and yeah. Yeah, 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 in Disney. He built uh, Camp Mini Mickey.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. that's
1: where Camp Mini Mickey came from. And since there was no money available, right? Uh, all you really had was two low-budget stage shows and several little character meet-and-greet areas.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, they had the Flights of Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. And one of those shows uh, was uh, the Festival of the Lion King. Right. And you know how they built the Festival
0: of the Lion King, right? How they built it? Yeah. I mean, I remember it used to be an open-air thing, more right? Less, but, but, but I
1: mean, do you remember what they like? Again, we're talking low budget here. There's...
0: That's oh, a stage with bleachers and... Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, I'm talking about where you see, the, where you see Simba, where you see, uh, is it the elephants? Um, you're talking about on the floats? Yeah, those are the old floats from the Lion King celebration parade. Oh, that that's used, right, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I remember that. used that. to yeah, run over there on that. Main Street yeah. over in Disneyland. So yeah. that's how they got around. They just took those old floats, parked them over there and that was...
0: Threw them on a track and there you go. Threw them
1: on a track and there you go. So. Yeah. They, Instant show, you're right? No one could have imagined how popular that ride became because when you're in animal kingdom There's not a whole lot to do for kids. That's
0: a great show though. they
1: kids loved it, you know, so There wasn't really a whole lot of reason now to get rid of Camp Minnie Mickey. Oh
0: in Louvre uh, Beast the kingdom <laughs> exactly oh, okay.
1: because they had a nice little placeholder Yeah, and it was doing Fine. It's still doing well. It was the most, in fact, it was the most popular ride in the in, in the not ride, but it was the most popular um, show. I guess you call it right. in the park, including all the rides.
0: Right, right. So, um, it was a darn good show. Yeah, right. <laughs> that I mean, that's,
1: that's what ended up happening with that particular uh, part of the park. Mm-hmm. Now, again, at this point in time, though, they haven't pulled the the plug completely on Beastly Kingdom. Right. Um, they're still waiting for. Which got the, the park to become a success and really start drawing in the crowds to get the and, revenue and the money to get it to do it exactly. But it's just it's not happening. You got S- T- September 11th happen around this exact same time frame. Right. That's killing off tourism. Uh, also, when Animal Kingdom opened, it, it's it's pulling in visitors from the other parks. Right. So. Attendance is suffering over there at Epcot at right. the studios, and so a lot of the money that was pinned in to go ahead and put towards Beastly Kingdom, all of a sudden they took that money and start falling into the, the other beefing parks, up the attractions yeah. at the other parks.
0: So, so is th- the plug completely pulled? Did anybody? Does anybody in your research? Does anything a uh, uh, hint to that fact that it's like this will never happen?
1: Pretty much, yes. Really? Yes. Hmm. And again. Slowly but surely getting to it. Now, right. I can't say for a fact that it's, it's completely dead because right. you know, like, at Disney, no good idea ever goes and dies. It so just it, goes it, in the cloud. Exactly. Or the blue sky. They always <laughs> figure out a way to bring it back in some kind of form or fashion. Right. So Anyway, it's still... Basically, them still very much on the table. Right. Problem is, is that because of... Euro Disney's opening, yeah, and they didn't didn't go quite as well as they thought they it would. Right, Disney started losing money. Yeah, they laid off a bunch of Imagineers. Okay, okay, and a lot of those Imagineers who needed work elsewhere kind of matriculated on over to. This new little project that they were working on over at Universal Studios. This is
0: where my Harry Potter idea comes in? Yeah. Oh. They,
1: uh, they went to work for Universal Studios on the new Islands of Adventure Park right. that they were opening.
0: So, oh, this is where Dr. Seuss Landing thing.
1: Well, that's one that's of the things that she worked on. But you're yeah. talking about Maggie Park.
0: Maggie Park, yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what ended up happening is a lot of these Imagineers who got laid off... Walked right in through the door, still holding the plans of all the stuff that they were working on at Disney that never got built. Right. And that's when you kind of see Dueling Dragons pop up.
0: Dueling Dragons?
1: You don't remember Dueling Dragons? Yeah, it's a hanging coaster. Oh, it's a hanging
0: coaster. It's a suspended
1: roller coaster with a queue that goes through a castle.
0: Yeah, very long queue.
1: Yeah, and a very good argument could be made that that, along with um, Flight of the Unicorn, Quest of the Unicorn. Yeah, Flight of the Unicorn. Yeah. Unicorn themed. I tell you in. what,
0: that Harry Potter land uh, looks awful. You know, it looks like the the art, uh, the concept art for Beastly Kingdom. For Beastly Kingdom, the, yeah. evil, the, the, the dark side. And they the had like a side. little
1: medieval village too, called like Merlin Wood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I remember walking in there when when we first got to see Islands of Adventure, right? And I knew about Beastly Kingdom, and walking through there and being like, "Man, this is like what would have happened if if they ever built this place, right?" Not ever really putting two and two together and realizing that a lot of the imagineers that worked over there came worked at Disney came over there and started building it. So right. Michael Eisner comes, he tours Universal Studios one day, yeah. sees this, yeah. And he's like this kind of looks awfully familiar. So now if they build a, a roller coaster that be, yeah. involving a dragon with a queue through a, a tower, it looks like they're ripping off...
0: Universal, Universal, right, right.
1: So Eisner says, well that's it, no more Dragon Tower.
0: Oh, so that's why so he pl- the plug's pretty much cool. Yeah, oh. so he
1: pulled Dragon Tower out of there. Yeah. And without that, all you got is a hedge maze and a little boat ride. Right. So, Beastly Kingdom was pretty much... Pretty much DOA. yeah. So, that right there is what would lead me to say that Beastly Kingdom, you probably won't see that.
0: Dude. Hmm. Hmm.
1: So what do you think would it have worked?
0: Yes, it would have worked.
1: I not only would it have worked, it would have made that entire park because Expedition Everest it worked great. But now I mean, you can really just go in Expedition Everest whenever you want, stick go in the single right. rider line, go right on there, ride it 5 to 6 times right. and experience everything you need to experience with it right. and have a, a great time, but now the, the the effects kind of wearing off. They won't fix the damn Yeti. Yeah. So, I mean <laughs> Beasley Kingdom would have done more than just provide a, a provided thrill ride, it would have given you a little Disney magic
0: a in that land, part, yeah which it is really something neat.
1: that it's sorely lacking, it wouldn't have just made for a great thrill ride it would have made the entire park. and to know that they're putting Avatar Land back there just ticks me off
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I agree I mean, I, I, I'm curious to see what it looks like I'll give them the benefit of that, but still I'm like I said before, you know a beta mouse rating, I still say it's meh <laughs> doesn't excite me. You know, I'm, I'm not disappointed by it, but I'm curious to see what happens. I'm, However, Beastly Kingdom beta mouse rating, when fail or what would you give it? Oh, win. Yeah, absolutely. 100% win.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, even just like the, the, the whole idea of introducing characters for the first... Like, remember we were talking about it in our last show about yeah. how they don't really make characters... Off of their own attractions anymore. They have to plug in characters right. from different um, movies to, to do that synergy. Right, right, the effect. synergy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the absolutely. Bats, the bats would have been totally. Um, that would have been cool.
0: Yeah. The bats, would Cre- have, like, like hun- Hunchback bats. Didn't they have bats in that one? Which, uh, what's the movie they had? No, oh, I'm thinking of Anastasia. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you're thinking of Gargoyles. Never mind. Sorry, wrong studio. <laughs> 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 so remember, there was a talking bat
1: yeah and there is concept art of the bats i've seen it really yeah it's pretty cool
0: you can find it so
1: Uh, i'll show you
0: yeah yeah i'll check it out so on that note yes danny what does that music mean
1: it means we're sad
0: it means we're sad beastly kingdom is not gonna open and we're about to end the show it really is a shame it (laughs) is yeah we gotta end it we gotta wait another week before we can talk some disney Mm mm-hmm But by then, the
1: when is the D twenty three Expo?
0: D twenty three Expo isn't it sometime in August, like beginning August or sometime soon? Never mind.
1: I'm thinking of Comic Con. Never mind. Comic Con's -Con's coming, right? Yeah, it's coming
0: up. uh, If not right now, so hopefully we'll
1: have some news coming out of there.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens through that. Um, But anyway, yeah, man, it's been it's been a good week. Again, yeah, yeah, that was. Ah, gotta wake another week until I can talk more Disney
1: (laughs) (laughs) you can always shout it out into the into the wall wall. yeah I can (laughs) always
0: do that you know I'm sure my family would would appreciate that one I'm sure they're used to it but anyway man Danny if people wanted to write us man do you know what email address they would have to write us at no no cool I'm trying to pass off the responsibilities of communication here, but that's all right.
1: magic our way at gmail dot.
0: That is correct. Yeah, magic our way at gmail dot com. If you have any comments or suggestions and stuff, man, do write us. We want to hear from you guys. We've heard from a couple of you, and we definitely do appreciate it. We'll read your email on the air, and we, you know, it's, we we just want to reach out and touch someone. How's that for a reference? <laughs> When's the last time you heard that spiel?
1: I think you just scared off uh, Lee and Laney. Yeah, yeah, Lonnie. Uh, uh, Lonnie,
0: Lonnie, Lonnie. Yes, yes, and then half of our. Uh, Facebook people. But anyway, um, uh, another note, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at magic our way. You can also like our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash magic our way. Keeks. I'm starting a YouTube channel. Yes. I've been teasing that, but we are going to do it uh, in the very near future. So that's a project that's not loose sky, but it's going to happen and it's not going to go the way of beastly kingdom. This one will definitely happen, (laughs) but without the boat ride. So, anyway, check out our, our slowly growing website at QMarkProductions.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you notice while you're over there, there's a couple of uh, non-Disney, more adult podcasts. So, if you're into that uh, comedic nature, then by all means indulge. But if not, Magic Our Way is your home. And on that, you know, I guess we'll end this. Y'all, I hope you have a great week. Uh, I'm looking forward to speaking Disney with you guys next week. We appreciate you downloading our show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we appreciate you, you know, listening to us. Talk about Disney, man. So leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, man. Tell people about it, you know. Uh, let people know about our show. If you got some Disney fanatics in your family or friends or whatever else, man, tell them about our show. Let them know that we're out there, you know. Uh, so if you have anything to contribute, again, yeah, email us, at gmail.com. Um anyway, on that note, man, let's bring it to an end. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out.